Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Welcome, everyone, to the Believe in Bingo podcast with Solomon Wilcox. And first of all, it is my pleasure to welcome to this episode. And, of course, it's our uh, Say Hello to the Bengals Rookie Series. And, of course, we have their first-round pick in the 2023 draft, Miles Murphy, joining us on the show. Miles, how you doing today? Doing just fine, doing just fine. How has it been for you so far? I know uh, you got a lot on your plate uh, going through the OTAs and the mini camp, and you just arrived in a new city uh, here in Cincinnati. What has it been like for you so far? Uh, really, it's not not too not too much of a big adjustment. Really, uh, you know, the players have been very inviting. Uh, you know, helping me out with every with any questions that I've had. The biggest. The biggest adjustment has really just been the different language of the play the playbook from yeah. Clemson to now going to the NFL Bengals playbook and their their language and their play style. That's that's probably been the biggest switch up that I had to adjust to. Really. Now look, you had a great uh, career at Clemson um, this past season. I think you ranked second overall in the ACC with total quarterback pressures you were very productive in your three years as a starter and then you you go into this draft process you get ready for the scouting combine you're touring around with different teams you're trying to get your workouts in it had to be this mad rush or this sort of uh very busy time for you then you have to sit still and wait to hear your name call so um help us to understand what was it like for you and your home and where were you at when you got the call and you heard that the Bengals were on the other end of the line uh, drafting you with the 28th overall selection in the draft? Uh, really, it was just one of those things. I was I was at the point where I was, you know, I was tired of the waiting game. I just wanted to play football. It didn't matter for who, where I was playing. It did not matter. I just wanted to play football at that point. But really, that whole, like you said, the rush of going on 30 I kind of did it bad for myself because I did my pro day late and I had eight to 10, 30 visits back to back. So I was on a flight every single night to a different state and having to fit in those times to go to, to go to, uh, I guess a hotel weight room and just get a sweat in. And some of them, some of them didn't even have the weight room. So I, you know, either had to just call it a night or just, you know, figure something out really. But other than that, it was kind of it was kind of a struggle, but you know it it was an experience that you know at the end of the day I enjoyed it. And when it comes to the draft night, I had my draft night. We, me and my family, we rented out an entire like nightclub, and I had like a hundred and we had a hundred and fifty people RSVP. And we had 172 people show up to the uh, draft party, so it was it was a big turnout. Uh, everyone had a lot of fun, and there was a lot of anticipation building up, especially when, you know, we we got past the tens and we get past the fifteen, get into the twenties, get past twenty five, late late twenties, but most definitely once I got that phone call. It was just, it was really more so just to, you know, finally, I know, I know where I'm going. I I know where I'm going to play football. So it was just a big, it was a big sigh relief, really, once that phone call happened. What went through your mind when you heard it was Cincinnati Bengals? What, what was the first thing that kind of crossed your mind there? I can't believe teams let me go onto this team. 
that was literally that was literally the first thought, and I was you know let's you know let's 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 make plays really yeah. So you're thinking I can't believe that guy went before me. I can't believe that guy went before me. Uh, that I, look, we're all competitors, and so I think what I'm hearing for you at 28. Uh, you had to be thinking, okay, now it's time for me to show some people that they should have taken me sooner. Is that fair? That was, I guess that's one of the feelings. That was that's one of the feelings that was in my body. Yeah. Well, uh, well, I could tell you this: we were all elated here in Cincinnati because uh, a we didn't think you'd be there, um, and then when people went back and started looking at at the tape and they started looking at the metrics and. You know, I look at a guy running four, five, one forty, and I'm like, this guy's faster than some of the defensive backs playing in our league. Just kind of talk to us about the way you approach the game, using your physicality, because you seem to have great versatility to your game. Uh, my biggest thing, really, just being disruptive. That's that's my that's my biggest thing. If you can be disruptive, whether it be throughout the week, you're disrupting the offensive coordinator thinking, oh, yeah, I got I to gotta always remember where 90, well, now 99, I'm about to say 98, 99 is on the field. And, you know, disrupting the offensive coordinator, their their game plan, and then, you know, on, on the field, being able to be disruptive in the five technique or the three technique or all the way down to a wide nine, getting out of the pass rusher, just being disruptive, disruptive in the backfield, really. That's that's really my number one biggest thing right there, and uh, really, I'm about to say, really, I don't want to go too deep into it, but of course, it all starts with uh, film. It all starts with uh, the way you watch film and what you take from it. And honestly, people people stick to their tendencies, and their tendencies stick out on film, and you will find those things. So that's those are those those are the two biggest things that you know make me who I am on the field. Miles, what is it about your time at Clemson that you think best prepared you for this next phase, um, playing at the next level in the NFL? Uh, most definitely, I kind of harped on a little bit uh, the way that I, that the coaches kind of taught me how to watch film. Because even at a, even in high school, I would I would watch a lot of film, but I guess it would be like kind of like a quantity over quality type of type deal i would watch a lot of it but i wouldn't get much out of it but throughout my years in clemson i would learn how to watch film what to actually look at so the quality of the film that i watched it was a lot more productive and i got a lot more out of it now you you come to the cincinnati Bengals when you walked in that locker room was it was there at least one familiar face a former clemson tiger that you kind of recognize in the locker room that made you feel maybe right at home and if so who was it? Uh, I'm about to say I I recognize all the Clemson guys, but most definitely uh, Jackson Carmen because that's the only that's the only guy that I actually played with. Yeah. So because he well yeah he we played my freshman year he was on the team and then after my freshman year he had uh, went on and got drafted drafted by the Bengals but that's the only I guess really familiar face that made me feel at home a little bit. Uh, was a guy like T Higgins? Did he ever come back to campus while you were there? Did you ever? Get a chance to um, to uh, socialize with him at all? Uh, not too much. He would he would come by. He he would, I know he was at the some of the spring games and you know some other you know big games and he'll go into the facility and whatnot. But I guess really didn't know each other all that well at, at the time. But so we I guess introduced ourselves, but it wasn't much of a you know huge conversation type deal. But 
most definitely going to get get to know each other now. Well, everyone in Cincinnati is sort of curious about, you know, you grew up in Atlanta and there's this picture of you and DJ Turner having grown up maybe miles apart at a birthday party when you guys were just kids attending a birthday party. And now you end up getting drafted uh, one round apart. You're in the first round, him in the second round to the same team in the same city. What's what's the backdrop behind that story? How did you guys end up in this picture together when you were growing up as kids in Atlanta? Uh, really, that's, that's, that's more so uh, our parents because my mom and his dad, they've known each other since first grade because they grew up in the same neighborhood and they've just been friends ever since, really. And, you know, once my mom got married and his dad got married, they we all just really kind of just stayed together, I guess, and really... That's how that picture came to be. That's wonderful. That's very interesting. Did you and DJ kind of know each other uh, or even stay in touch um, in the in the years following that photo leading up to this time in your lives? Or was it more moving in and out of out of phase with one another? Uh, it was more so just, you know, like, we, we would talk every once in a while because, you know, college, he went, he went up to Michigan. I went over to Clemson. So we we will talk like very seldom, but you know that's kind of that's kind of how that relationship was. Yeah, now you guys end up being uh, teammates with the Cincinnati Bengals together. Um, just a couple of more questions, and we'll let you let you get out of here. Um, talk to me about maybe some of the things that you're looking to work on. Uh, that uh, if you said, "Hey, here's a couple of things that I feel like I can get better on," and and uh, over the next few weeks playing with guys like um, with uh, Henderson. Um, Sam Hubbard and some of the other guys on that Bengals defensive line. Uh, what is it that you would like to accomplish? Uh, honestly, just getting a few from from Henderson and uh, Sam. So really studying. I've already, I've already been studying how they how they rush, and I'd I'd love to just get like a I guess a I guess in depth look of how how they study, how they watch film, how how they prepare for an opponent and whatnot. Uh, so really just, I guess, really improving on my game in general, whether it be pass rush, um, stopping the run, just, you know, getting getting every type, every any type of tip I can from my teammates, really. Okay. Well, hey, that's good. I'm sure you're going to learn a lot from there. You're going to get to spend a lot of time with your teammates. And one last question, because we've got to ask all the rookies, have they indoctrinated you uh, with Cincinnati Chile yet? And if so... Uh, what was it, and how did you like it? And you can be honest, okay? <laughs> yeah. So they they have told me about. It. I haven't tried it. I haven't. I have not tried Skyline Chili just yet, but I will. I will soon. Okay. Uh, well, we hope you like it. I got to tell you, I grew up on the West Coast, and I was used to a much thicker chili miles. You know, more of the Southwest type of chili. And the um, Skyline Chili, it's more runny. It's a little loose. It's got some cinnamon. They pour it over spaghetti. You can have it with onions and cheese and things like that. Um, mm -hmm. And so it's a, it's a little bit different. Takes some getting used to. Some people absolutely love it. My kids, for instance, who were born here, they absolutely love it. Usually when you uh, sort of parachute in from somewhere else, it takes some getting used to. Yeah. So... Uh, that's all I can say about that, but you'll have to let me know uh, how you like it, okay?
All right. Well, hey, we thank you. We want to, well, we appreciate you stopping by to join us here on the Believe in Bingo podcast. We look forward to catching up to you real soon. All the best to you, Miles. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.